Hey, welcome back. Well, we'll land. It continues to be one of your top stories. President Joe Biden plans on ending the COVID-19 pandemic come May 11th. I'm not quite sure what's going to change in three months, but to learn a bit more, we are turning to Congressman Jim Banks. Hey there, Congressman. Hey, good morning, Kayla. Good to be with you. Yeah, I'm so glad you're here. Hopefully you can help me make sense of some of this. Uh, When it comes to the president saying the pandemic's going to end on May 11th, um, I I was slightly confused because didn't Congress just pass a bill called the pandemic is over bill and it would essentially do just that? Well, we did in the House and it was a a party line vote. Um, We we just passed it last night and... um, that that means it's supposed to go through the Senate to pass. I'm not I'm not holding my breath that that will happen. But what's crazy about this is that Biden just extended the public health emergency for the twelfth time. This is something that should have been ended two years ago. And here the president continues to play games because he uses the public health emergency as a way to a backdoor way to advance his policies. So. We got to put we got to put a stop to it. It's long past time to do so. The the, yeah. the new Republican House majority did our part to end it by passing a bill. I hope the Senate will take it up and, and send it to the president and force him to sign it. it. Enough is enough. Congressman, here's what. Okay, you're you're there. You're with your colleagues, Democrats, Republicans. Y'all are debating this legislation again called the Pandemic Is Over Bill. I mean, what are Democrats saying? I mean, because the vote for this yesterday was mostly along party lines um, to advance this measure. But as we know, Republicans hold the slim majority there in the House. I mean, what what are Democrats? What's the argument against this legislation? Uh, you know, you, you listen to some of these are uh, some of their speeches, and you want to beat your head against the wall. Uh, one, one of my Democrat colleagues was talking about how there are still 500 people a day who die of COVID, which just just isn't true. There's no there's no statistic anywhere that backs that up. So um, it just, none of it none of it makes any sense. Yeah. Again, at the end of the day, they they use they use the public health emergency to pass. Uh, more, you know, mm-hmm. to spend money in ways that that uh, the the emergency allows them to take money from here to spend there and and uh, to do things that they wouldn't be able to other, otherwise be able to do without congressional approval. So it it's just it's at this point it's ridiculous. I mean, the, America has moved on. The economy is still held back because of the public health emergency. It's time to get this over with and 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 move forward. It's the it's the right thing to do, but. With Joe Biden in the White House, you know, this is what we've come to expect. Yeah, let me ask you this, because I'm curious, and I know a lot of listeners are wanting me to ask you this question. Um, what will happen in terms of vaccine mandates, you know, and some of those other uh, restrictions out there, quote, when the pandemic is over? Yeah, we got, I mean, this is a this is a part of it. I mean, it's time to end the madness. I, I can tell you that when Republicans took the House, we, we uh, told the Pentagon that we were going to do everything we could to lift the vaccine mandate on our troops and that pushed the administration to act on their own now now you're seeing the same thing happen with the public health emergency i mean biden's announced as you say he's going to lift it in may but we're trying to force him to do it uh he he, i don't think he would have made that announcement if the house wouldn't have acted first yeah by by passing the bill that we did so we're, we're pushing him to do things that he otherwise wouldn't do just imagine though kayla for a moment what it would be like if nancy pelosi and the democrats still had the house and 
the Democrats still on the Senate, uh, then there would need, be no pressure on him to end some of the madness like the like the public health emergency or the vaccine mandate. Yeah, good point. I actually hadn't thought of that, but I'm with you. I think the president just trying to save a face at this point. In other news, we all know uh, that you are making a run for the U.S. Senate. You are running to replace Senator Mike Braun, who is not going to be seeking re-election. And you just recently picked up some pretty big endorsements. Uh, you picked up endorsements from Senator J.D. Vance. You picked up an endorsement from Senator Marco Rubio as you make this run. How does it feel getting all of the support, Congressman? Well, I, I just kicked off the campaign two weeks ago. It feels like a lifetime ago. So much has happened in, in a couple of weeks. So we're off to a really great start. And I'm, I'm excited. I, the girls and Amanda and I are excited to get around the state and, and campaign, make my case. It's going to be a long campaign uh, to next November of 2024. But so far in two weeks, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm really proud of Tom Cotton and Mike, Marco Rubio and J.D. Vance, senators who I respect mm-hmm. who have endorsed me. But I'm even more proud of the support that I'm building at home. I mean, uh, so many. I mean, I think we have, we have 20 something state legislators and local elected officials and and uh, conservative leaders around the state. I mean, I, I, I've been overwhelmed by the support. And then this morning, um, I went on my phone. The first thing I did when I woke up and saw that President Trump endorsed me. So I didn't uh, even see that. He that. did? I, I, he did. I, I, it was a kind of a, a, a little bit of a surprise. I, I didn't expect it this morning. He and I had uh, talked a couple of weeks ago before I kicked off my campaign. So you heard it here first. I guess so. I didn't even know. <laughs> Trump endorsed me. I'm, I'm very proud to have his support. I mean, he, I, I served with him for four years. He's the most effective president that we've had in my lifetime. we got to go back to those policies that we know work for America because the last couple of years we've had America turned upside down by the policies of the Biden administration, the radical Democrats, and and uh, very, very happy to have President Trump's endorsement, too. Yeah, that's a big one for sure. Well, Congressman, it sounds like you're off and running. Best of luck. We'll check back in with you one week from today. Thank you. Have a good day. Hey, you too. That's Congressman Jim Banks joining us live here on Wobble. He joins us every Wednesday at this time so we can check in on the Capitol. Coming up, I need... Podcasts by Federated Media.